gets better. Say that it gets better. O-P-S, I'm O-P-S, I'm gay. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gayish. The podcast that's as unhinged as its ex's front door will be tonight after he falls asleep. <laughs> JC? Yeah, JC. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm coming for you. Watch out. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Gass. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today we're going to talk about gay dating. Gay dating. Gay dating. What is gay dating? What's it like? What's What do you do? How do you do it? Who do you do it with? Great. <laughs> but a, but first it's a real who's who of dating but first uh up front when you were when you said the word unhinged uh-huh. I, I thought about it like a, a snake unhinging its jaw to devour something oh and you thought about dicks and i thought about dicks <laughs> which you know really it's a, about a 78 percent chance at any given time <laughs> anything will lead to you thinking about dicks yeah yeah that's fair uh so first of all i wanted to talk about richard grinnell uh, he is the Trump administration's highest ranking gay official. Uh, he was. There's what? gay officials within the Trump administration? Right. Okay. Right. This is already mind blowing. Uh, he is now our ambassador to Germany. But what I what I wanted to talk about is not just, hey, Trump has gay people in his administration. Well, that I mean, that alone is just very interesting. <laughs> and I, I just want to understand why and, and how. That, that's a thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, the, the, the other thing is that uh, almost all of the Senate Democrats voted against him. Huh. So Democrats were like, no, we don't care that you're gay. You're a terrible person. <laughs> so it turns out that he actually has a history, a concerning history of making statements that are insulting to female politicians on the Internet and during his appearances on cable television. So, of course, we made him ambassador to Germany, which has a female <laughs> chancellor, Great. Angela Merkel. You know, uh, yeah. I don't get gay people that don't like women. Like, does he not know our rich history of being, has he not seen Will and Grace? Like we, right. <laughs> we've had a long, odd love affair with women, their boobs, <laughs> hanging out with them, kissing them, re- rejecting them and leaving them heartbroken. Yeah. I don't divorcing them. Divorcing them. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. Anyway, I'm just, this is all blowing my mind. Yeah. And it's proof gay people can be shitty. Like, just because you're gay does not mean, like, you are on our team or we think you're great or you can represent us or... Yeah. Well, and, and I think it's actually progressive that just being gay doesn't get you votes from the left. Yeah, from that's Democrats. true. Democrats. That's like, true. No, fuck you. We don't care. <laughs> yeah. You can suck whatever dick you want. You're still no. <laughs> uh, that's what I say to some guys on Grinder. <laughs> How does that work out for you? Really good. They love me. <laughs> <laughs> it makes them want it more, but in a way that's quiet and where they don't talk to me ever again. Yeah. Just secret wishing. Yeah. 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 Um, next, are, are we done with Richard Grinnell? I think I'll still have to process him in, in just my internal life space, but yeah, I think for now we are. Okay. Hey, hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. Colton Haynes is back on the market. I heard he broke up with daddy. Yeah. 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 Um, do you know what happened? Um, okay, so... I had to take my glasses off for this. This is, wow. <laughs> We're getting really down into the nitty gritty. First of all, he's fucking smoking hot. True. And I defy anybody to say differently. <laughs> His husband, they got married. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they got married. It was it was sort of secret, but not really. It was just kind of low key. It was in October. They were together for like 
12 seconds, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Although, get this, the, the guest list at their wedding, I, I would watch that porn. Chris Jenner <laughs> officiated the ceremony. And it was attended by uh, Sofia Vergara, Joe Manganiello, Melanie Griffith, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and Chelsea, Cl- Chelsea Clinton. Okay, I think you may not be able to get votes for being gay, but you probably get more better attendees because you're gay. <laughs> you're right. Because gay weddings, those are way more fun than straight weddings. I just want to see Joe Manganiello fuck Chelsea Clinton. I think <laughs> <laughs> I want to see him fuck anything. Anything, <laughs> sure. He can fuck a tree stump, but why Chelsea Clinton? I have no idea. Maybe they're friends or something. Oh, wait. Did they go together? What? Did you just randomly pick those two people that you want to fuck? I was looking through the list. I was going, okay, which pairing would be the funniest? <laughs> That's what I came up with. Okay. It's either that or Sophia Vergara and Jesse Tyler Ferguson, but they're on the same show. So that, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. She would so be the top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She'd be good at it, I think. Big time. Um, so. <laughs> what? I just. <laughs> instead of doing the rest of the podcast, can we just list funny celebrity fuckings? <laughs> Yes. That's probably more fun than whatever we're about to do. Yes, absolutely. Okay. okay. Absolutely. Okay. What if uh, Mr. T fucked the the green giant from the peas can? <laughs> <laughs> and got him pregnant? <gasps> With peas. <laughs> um, how about The Rock? Uh-huh. And a Muppet from Fraggle Rock. <laughs> Fuck him right in the mouth? Yeah. Um, how about Vern Troyer? Oh, no. So little and so dead. Super dead. Um, yeah, any fucking he's going to do is not going to be in his control. And probably stink. Yeah. Worms are like fucking him in the eye right now. Oh, my God. (laughs) That took a turn. (laughs) Okay, back to my Anyway, sure. Uh, so Colton Haynes. Uh, it's been sort of bubbling for a, a while. So he here not too long ago changed his social media. So he had been going by Colton Haynes Lethem because uh, he took his husband's last name as a hyphenate. Uh, he changed it back to just Haynes on his social media, on Instagram. And people noticed that he had deleted photos with them together. Hmm. That he, they had unfollowed each other. This is before they announced anything? Yeah. That's yeah. okay. That's just, that seems stupid. My mic. I don't know why. I'm, that's like, well, I don't know. That's very easy to like see. And... See. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, yesterday on the 4th, he released a song called Man It Sucks, uh, which talks about his problems with a significant other. Did you know that Colton Haynes is a recording artist also? Please tell me he's horrible. Please uh, tell me he's horrible. I mean, I don't know. I've never heard his songs, but he you can't. By the way, they uh, the audience can't hear this. Only we can. Oh, okay. Anyway, it's called Man It Sucks. And it's about... And boy does it. And boy does it. <laughs> uh, but it's it's also about, about cheating and being cheated on. Oh. So apparently people were sending his soon-to-be ex-husband, we assume, they're divorcing. I don't know. Uh, hate mail. So just today, actually, what? he sent a, uh, a a tweet out saying, Jeff would never cheat. He's an amazing man. Please stop being mean to him. The song I wrote was about a past relationship. Uh, okay. I'm pretty sure Colton Haynes is dumb. Really? Which is like really helping me feel better about myself. So during, pretty. He's so, so pretty. You know, I think it's just, I, as long as I have that, like, I am not as dumb as those pretty people. Yeah. And I just, it helps me live and, and love. Okay. 
You just throwing that in there? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Was this not what the point of the segment was? What were we talking about? You no, know, uh, th- 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 that he has some healing to do, and maybe I do too. But uh, if his if his soon to be ex husband's 46, he might be into me. Oh yeah, you might you might be too young for him. And he's turning 30 soon, which is like in the zone as far as I'm concerned. That's, that's your sweet spot, right? Yep, yep. So Colton Haynes, I would like to audition for the role of your husband. <laughs> Man, does Mike suck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should we should do a parody called "Man I Suck." <laughs> Man I suck. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Okay, just Colton Haynes update. <laughs> just, <laughs> Colton Haynes just update corner. Sometimes just generally gives Colton Haynes life updates. <laughs> yep. Okay, should we talk about gay dating? Oh, sure, <laughs> sure. I guess we can move on to that. Yeah, gay dating. Um, you would. Which I think that you know we just Colton and Jeff broke up Mm -hmm. that's the end of a relationship let's Mm -hmm. talk about how they begin yeah bringing it full circle bringing it full circle full circle should be a sex position (laughs) isn't that just 69 (laughs) i don't think so i just have to arch your back a little bit more maybe it's like mouth to dick to mouth to dick to mouth to dick like a three-way oh so it's like a full circle is is a 69 for more than two people yeah Okay, I can be down with that. Great. You might need like four or more to make it. No, it's just a square. <laughs> this is if they taught geometry a little differently, <laughs> I might have remembered it. I'm just going to say that. Octagon. That's eight dicks. Eight dicks. Okay, I remember. Um, you'd mentioned uh, then you could get octagonaria. <laughs> uh, or. <laughs> No, I don't have one. That you you just knocked it out of the park on the first one. I don't know if I took my medication this morning. <laughs> it would very much explain everything that's happening if you didn't. Great. Um you mentioned Good luck to you getting through this. No, I know, right? Um you mentioned they like hyphenated their names. That's yeah. an interesting like decision you have to make when you're gay and get yeah. married. Um you decided not to do any kind of name combination when you got married to a boy. Yeah, yeah. So the, the first time with my my ex wife and I, she took my name. Uh, so we were, we were Mike and Alyssa Johnson. And then when Trevor and I got married, we had discussed either hy- we discussed hyphenation, we discussed m- like making a some sort of portmanteau out of our. Names. I never thought about that creating a new last name. And we discussed just coming up with something out of the blue that had nothing to do with either of our former hmm. last names. Now Trevor for really. Trevor thought it might be interesting for us to have our last name be Prime. Nothing to do with Amazon. He just wanted to have a son named Optimus. <laughs> um, he was very forward thinking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, okay. Um, I now, when I see people with uh, some kind of gay characteristic and also have a hyphenated last name, that's like, I think they're gay and married. Oh, that's interesting. Like, that's a new thing that now can make me think they're gay is oh. a hyphenated last name. I think of hyphenated last names as being something that like feminists were doing a lot more of in the eighties and nineties. And mm-hmm. therefore that the hyphenated last name is their, the name they were given at birth. Oh, so like the um, lady has another as a son and that son has like the same hyphenated last name. Right, man. Okay. I guess you never know if someone's gay until you put your dick in their mouth. That's true. And even then, even then, kind of a toss up. <laughs> it's a toss in. Toss salad. Tossed. <laughs> um, Fuck. Are we going to talk about whatever we're talking about? We're talking about 
Colton, this is the Colton episode, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, good. Teen Wolf, let me describe the plot to you, beat by beat. A werewolf. Tyler Posey is walking home. <laughs> he gets bit by a werewolf. It goes, ump. And he turns into a werewolf. Mm -hmm. And then beauty happens all around him. And then all of his friends, who are all hot, turn into werewolves. And just to start biting each other. Full circle. <laughs> okay. Um... Yeah, okay, I am going to jump in. I've heard that about you. It's the opposite of me, just being confidently going first. Um, I want to talk about the differences between gay and straight dating. Okay, this is a bummer. Why? Well, because I have some numbers about that, but I don't know that... Anyway, go ahead. Do you you might be taking part of one of my segments or something. Do you want to say your numbers first? Because this is just me brainstorming. I did a little bit, bit of research, and I think all the things that I found, like the articles I found out there, like lists of 10 things that are different, and like they're all so dumb and stupid. Yeah, for sure. Okay, well, wh tell me your numbers first, and then I'll follow up with... Uh... Okay, so one thing that I thought was interesting about gay dating versus straight dating is simply the difference in the evolution of a gay person versus a straight person. So straight people are born, quote-unquote, straight. Right. And then that's their identity the entire time. So there is no expectation that they're going to have to learn anything other than what the normal pattern is for human development. Mm -hmm. So uh, a lot of kids actually start pretending to date in elementary school on the playground. Um, mm -hmm. And that's actually not uncommon. They, and then they also have another big wave of dating uh, around age 12 or 13. On average, it's 12 and a half for girls in America and 13 and a half for boys, where they start using the words boyfriend and girlfriend, girlfriend and they hold hands at school or sit next to each other. Um, but it turns out that uh, for, for the most part, at that young, they don't spend time with their crushes outside of school or group gatherings. But that's still when the like model of dating mm -hmm. happens. 12 and a half, 13 and a half. And I, I dated girls like did that. Like I remember as a, you know, little kid, like doing the same thing with girls. Yeah. When I actually like this was one of the hard parts about me coming out was like, especially with my parents, like, but you dated girls. Right. Um, and hard thing that I had to wrestle with of like, why did I date girls if I'm actually gay? And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And 75% of teenagers, 15 to 19 reported having dated or been in a relationship, whatever that means to them. And the American Psychological Association has given some basic guidelines that you should separate in your mind as a parent, the sort of puppy love, quote unquote, dating that happens in junior high from actual like one-on-one -on -one romantically involved coupling that happens. When you're like older and more mature and ready for it. Well, right. well. <laughs> their, their recommendation is that you not worry about safety and the progression of the relationship and until they are 16 hmm. they, and that you shouldn't let your kids date each other in that second more serious way until they're at least 16 hmm. which still seems pretty young to me but hey whatever i yeah i think that seems old i would think especially nowadays like kids are like jerking each other off and shoving their fingers in each other's clits by like age 10 yeah uh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I think my freshman year of high school, um, I was, let's see, 13. Mm -hmm. And I had classmates that were banging. We even had, mm -hmm. we even had um, a, 
couple of pregnancies, I think. Wow. Not that early, maybe sophomore, junior year. But the, the point is, to your point, they're not not grabbing each other's junk and fucking and generally being gross. Yeah. <laughs> Are we going sex negative on this episode? <laughs> sex is gross and you shouldn't do it because God won't love you anymore. Um, I so had a thing to say. Okay. I once in high school with the girl I was dating had her to my place. No one was home. We were on the bed and that's the first time I like touched a boob, like a, an un, unclothed boob, like direct hand to boob contact. You saw her tatas? I tried not to. Tried to. <laughs> One of those weird times where I still wasn't looking. Um, I and, would love an audio recording of that. <laughs> like, I don't want to see what happened. I just want to hear how it went Well, down. what you would hear then is uh, the phone ring, me answer it, and then come back in and be like, my parents are coming home. You got to get dressed. <laughs> it was like saved by the bell. I was, it was like, I didn't put it all together then, but I was just like, oh, thank God. Put your clothes on. <laughs> Good job. Thanks. Sorry about that. Well, I was, I won't say your name. Sorry about that, lady. Sorry about that, lady boob. <laughs> uh, so then, knowing that that's sort of how it works for straight people, 12 and a half, 13 and a half, this guidance that you should, like, 16 is when it actually gets, like, actually serious. Mm -hmm. 30 is when you should actually start dating. Um, Wait, are uh, you making a joke? Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, psychology is so weird nowadays. Okay. Uh, found numbers about coming out. And when does that happen? And when you lay that over that timeline, you realize just how far behind gay people are in mm. just knowing how to fucking operate as a person. Yeah. So a British study found that... Oh, and turns out that this might not be a problem for much longer because the age at which people are coming out is going down mm. rapidly. Which so is great. A, a British study found that people over 60 came out at an average of 37. People in their 30s, the average age of coming out was 21. Oh, I was 20. I'm in my 30s and I came out in 20. So that's millennials right. between 18 and 24 had an average coming out of age 17. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yep. And uh, a different group of researchers in Tel Aviv and Israel found that there were no gay people. Found, yep. <laughs> They're all dead. <laughs> um. No, uh, found that in 1991, the average age coming out, regardless of age, was 25, and that now, as of 2010, when it was when it was um, when it was published, it was down to 16. Hmm. And some American reports have found that the average age to come out in the United States has also declined, moving from 18 to 14. Shit. Now, I don't think they're using the word average right. I don't see how that's possible, but... Why not? Um, I don't know. Maybe they are. I just... It, it seems unlikely to me that it would be that... So to be to be, have it be an average of coming out at 14 mm -hmm. means that you have just as many 10-year-olds coming out as gay as 18-year-olds. Mm. And maybe I'm out of touch. It just seems... And not as many. I'm not describing average correctly either. But the point the point is that 14 is the average. That means you have... It's equally You're weighted gonna... on either side of that tipping point. Mm -hmm. And that just skews way too young in my experience or knowledge or understanding. And the girl who I had in my bed was not equally weighted on her titty points. Really? <laughs> no. Oh, um, that was a joke. I had uh, a C cup and a, and an F cup. 
<laughs> you average out to a D, honey, and that's still boob, so I don't like it. Um, <laughs> that's, yeah, that is, that does seem young, but like, I think, yeah, there's some people that uh, the podcast How to Be a Girl, which is coming back, oh, yeah. um, which I'm so excited about. So fucking good. You have to listen to that. Huh. Um, it's like actual quality podcast. Um, <laughs> but like, it's just this girl is three and she's like, I'm a girl. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, th- I bet there are some just gay as fuck little boys that are just like, I'm so fucking gay. And there are some little tiny lesbians that are just like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Cookie Monster. <laughs> <laughs> Me want pussy. <laughs> um, nom, 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 nom. It never it's funny because you can tell it never actually swallows the pussy it's just like you're not it's really just a hand crumbling yeah. pussy up yeah. and letting yep. it fall out yep exactly pussy monster the next we should make a dirty sesame street just uh what were we talking about <laughs> Has this helped anyone yet? Are you all helped? Do you all know about Kate No, that's a that you are you mentioned specifically the girl from How to Be a Girl who came out as trans. Oh yeah, three that- yeah. Maybe it is possible that just some people just know that shit early on. It's just it's so reassuring and heartwarming to know that like so many problems that exist in the LGBT community exist because of being forced to stay in the closet. So the earlier they can come out, the lower, you know, rates of suicide and depression and, you know, all that other stuff that comes along with being gay. Like soon that won't be associated with being gay and being queer. And that's just really cool. Yeah. And we just need old people to die because they're the ones that care. (laughs) Yeah. Now. Oh, wait, wait, wait. For any of the, we're we're gonna, I'm gonna scare the old people that are listening. Okay, ready? (laughs) Boo! (laughs) I got at least one with that. I think. Good job. Good job. Well done. Thanks. Uh, If you just died, let us know. Um, (laughs) Our number is five eight five five four something nine tour seven two. (laughs) Standard rate supply. (laughs) No rate supply to that number. Okay, what? So, and and I agree with you. It's super heartwarming. I hope that that trend continues and that it becomes this sort of arrested development isn't a problem for gay people anymore that, but as it stands now, even if it is 14, age 14, that you come out, it's 12 and a half for girls and 13 and a half for boys for Mm. dating. Mm. This is even after that of coming out much less dating, much less figuring out how relationship dynamics work, et cetera. Yeah, man. So are we are. So this episode is going to be taught in gay schools for the people that miss the boat on that early dating because we're going to teach you so much. Great. Uh, So, okay, then I'll tell you some of uh, that's one. Definitely one of the differences is just the time and and, um, how old you are when you like start dating, have relationships. Um, But there are lots of other differences. Also, Uh, also ding dongs and ding dongs and hoo has and hoo has Mm -hmm. not ding dongs and hoo has. That's yep. a difference. Yeah. <laughs> One big difference is the genitals. <laughs> really good point, Mike. Um, so I was looking at lists and they, I thought a lot of them were dumb. So I started um, making my list. So uh, these are at least ones I've thought of. So invite, I invite you, Mike and listeners to listener. <laughs> listener. <laughs> I invite you, our listener, our single listener, Thomas, <laughs> you, um, can uh, uh, tell me other things you think. Okay, so first of all, a weird thing that uh, 
I, I only realized like years into being gay was your exes can hook up with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Has that ever happened to you? I don't think that's happened to me. I mean, I don't have any exes, so. That's not true. I mean, I. Oh, you don't. Okay. Well, I mean like even, oh, you didn't even have like, yeah. Cause I've had like a few month boyfriends and, but anyway, like people you sleep with can have slept with each other and it's just yeah. like really weird to like. I don't know. There's just odd dynamics with that. Yeah. So, I mean, I do sort of, for whatever reason, it's a hang up I need to get over. I think I don't want to bang anybody that any of my friends have banged, but in the gay world, that's like a thing well, that can I mean, happen. Right. And that's another big difference is just the, the like amount of people you have um, in your community to date is so much smaller. I think that's one of the reasons that happens more um, is just because like, well, who else am I going to fuck? Yeah. Um, you have to move to an entire different city to find new butts to fuck. That's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But Mike's packing. I don't know. Chicago. Can... Here I come. <laughs> Another thing. Um, I think we were the ones that made online dating cool. You and I. Yes. <laughs> it was also the, what Lady Gaga song you and I was about. <laughs> Remember that episode we did back in 2009 when we started talking about online dating and, yeah. and really advocated for it as the new platform for relationships of tomorrow and everybody just <laughs> ran with that they were like you know mike and kyle you make some really good points let's do it um i just think like gay people again because their communities are so small and you can here's another difference you you can't just walk up to people in like whenever i watch friends um which i do a whole lot uh, I always see them like walk up to a stranger and ask them out. You can't do that when you're gay. You Why can't not? do that when you're me because like you're awkward and uncomfortable around. Yeah. We talked people. about this with gay bars too, right? Yeah, with Josh yeah, Galassi yeah. that, that, but yeah. like other than gay bars, you can't just walk up to a dude and be like, let me ask you out. Like you have to figure out first if they're gay. And so I think the fact that our dating pool is smaller, it's harder to find people in person that means that online is a good place to go for dating. And then anything we do, all the straights are like, mm, mm, let's do it too. <laughs> Was that your straight people voice? I am straight. Oh, I love <laughs> vaginas. And I drink protein shakes. Oh, God. I drink protein shakes. Well, you're kind of straight. Oh, God. Okay. Um, where were we? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I don't know really anymore. Um, oh, so how do you feel when a woman hits on you? uncomfortable and i don't know the right like because no one just walks up and is like i shall commence hitting on you you know like it's right more, yeah like so i never know the the point at which i can definitively say that she's hit even though i know she's hitting on me at what point can i be like oh girl i'm gay yeah, yeah you yeah, know yeah. like i mean can't you take a page out of that book then and just start hitting on dudes but in that like i'm not announcing that i'm hitting on you kind of way so I shouldn't walk up there and be like, hello, I'm gay. Can you date me? <laughs> right. My name is Kyle. I'm cool. Right. Um, I, I mean, for some people, that would be dangerous, like physically dangerous. You don't know the reaction of the person because of the fucking gay panic defense, which is still a fucking thing. Like just asking someone out, if they kill you, they could get reduced or no uh, like sentence for that. Yep. So... Yeah, the gay panic defense is a legal precedent where somebody who assaults or kills somebody else can put in their defense for that crime that they did it because they felt that the person that they assaulted or killed was gay and hitting on them. 
Yeah. And that that made them uncomfortable and that's why they did it. And yep. that's that's a valid excuse in many, many jurisdictions. I think it's like 48 states, I think you're allowed to do that. And yep. similar with trans, trans panic defense is also one. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, so I mean, I would never ask someone out in person or walk up to someone in person. So it's kind of a moot point anyway. But yeah, I just think you're less likely to be able to do that when you don't know what their, uh, which way their dick swings. Yep. Um, you can wear each other's clothes. You can. If you're like around the same size. Yeah. Which is like kind of fun to be like, I don't know, put on their clothes. I didn't have a better. <laughs> yeah. The, the only thing that Trevor and I could share was shoes mm. and I miss his shoes. Oh, um, yeah. Like I'm working on building my shoe collection. Oh, but... so that's one more thing you have to offer prospective partners. Exactly. Yeah. Do you put that in like your Tinder profile? Yep. Um, you don't have Tinder. No. Nope. Uh, I think one of the, like a weird thing is because you're both the same gender, you can compare, you can directly compare each other physically. Like, Oh, okay. Go ahead. It's just like, keep going. Like if it's a, if it's a lady and a gentleman, it's like, no, 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 I'm fat, but all, all dudes are fat. It's fine. Lady keep baking that pie or I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is how I imagine the straight people interact in relationships. But I think when you're gay, I think that actually adds to the like reason that gay people work out a lot is because like you can just directly compare bodies and see who's fitter or you can directly compare your dicks. Not something usually straight people have to worry about. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then also you, so like part of that is then you can have people that like look exactly the same. Twincest. <laughs> well, okay. Twincest as a word is, is not, is what it sounds like, but it's not that. Twincest? Yeah. Isn't twincest when two dudes that are not related but look really similar end up dating? Mm, I mean, the porn I get back is actual twincest. So. <laughs> like twins fucking each other. Yeah. I think that's just incest. No, 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 no. I mean, I don't think twincest is actually like two dudes that look like each other fucking. I think it's just like twins fucking. Um, let's see. What was the other? Oh, doppelbanger. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> or like uh reaching across the mirror. No? Less good? All right, that's fine. I don't I'm open to criticism. <laughs> um <laughs> uh stick around, kiddo. We'll get all the criticism you can handle. Um and that's all I want to say. Do you have any others? Any other what? Um, things that are different about gay dating than bad dating. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, there, there are lots of dynamics that we should probably talk about and I, I don't have anything prepared. So like, I, whatever. Mike being Mike. Mike being Mike. <laughs> um, how about things like you've reached the point of who asks who out? Oh, like I'll ask questions like a dumb straight person. Cause I'm better at channeling them. Cause I used to be one. Mm -hmm. Um, well and, you were just one for longer. Right. Yeah. 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 So who asks who out? I never ask anyone out. So it's for me, it's pretty easy. Yeah. The other person. You're the worst. I, I mean, you're perfect for Seattle, but you're the worst. I know. I know. I love me. Um, let's see who asks who out. Like, it's just, you kind of go with the vibe. I think I do like, even though I'm, I like, I mostly use, um, apps for dating where I used to. Um, <laughs> and you know, <laughs> and I would like, I knew that I like sometimes had to like 
reach out to people first. And I did that. And um, it just, I don't know, if you want to talk to someone, you have to do it. So what I think is interesting here, most relationships, gay or straight, have a power differential. There's some sort of power dynamic going on there. I think it's just a natural tendency, whether that be physical size or money or earning power or age or even unfortunately gender there's a power differential there and sort of men it's usually in a straight relationship the guy is the one stereotypically that does the asking out decides where you're going pays for the shit proposes proposes etc etc so how do you in a gay relationship there are other things that can cause a power differential but somebody's got to somebody's got to pull the trigger right somebody has to take the dick by the horns and <laughs> say hey do you want to go out on friday yeah and i think the assumption is that it is always the top like the top but i think that's the heteronormative us trying to place top and bottom or like gay relationships into the um boxes the <laughs> the boxes of straight relationships and say oh well the top is the quote-unquote man so that he has to ask out and i think it's actually uh, what actually happens is I think there's less you have a little bit less of that power dynamic or at least it's not inherent as inherent as it could be in straight relationships to where just because you are the bottom you may still ask people out because you are more a power bottom (laughs) (laughs) no you're reinforcing the like it's just one person might be more comfortable with that kind of thing. And that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the sexual position or the amount of money they make or whatever. Yep. So, uh, okay. So you've gotten past that, whatever it was, and now you have a date set up. Let's say hypothetically, Kyle, you were the one that asked the other dude out. Okay. I'm really going to have to put myself in a, okay. How do you decide where to go? Uh, somewhere that's close to my place. (laughs) So it requires minimal walking and dark enough that I don't have to wear anything nice. (laughs) great easy um how do you decide where to go okay i mean for for a lot of people who don't live in the like just fucking liberalist liberal bubble of seattle it might be a real concern of of where to go yeah right where to be yeah i'm as i'm thinking about this i'm like i might not be good at dating (laughs) i'm like where i don't know where you go Uh, for me the first date is always uh, because you, I, I've probably met them online and have never actually interacted with them in person. I try to pick somewhere that's either coffee or drinks. Yep. So it's a short, like can be a shorter window. You can get out of those, you know, in 40, 45 minutes. If they're just like that one guy I dated that was just terrible and oh, he was so boring. And I was like, well, <laughs> he's like, you haven't finished your coffee. I'm like, gotta go by. Um, <laughs> so First date, somewhere like coffee or a happy hour somewhere that has drinks Mm -hmm. and save anywhere more complicated for a later date. Yeah, that's good advice. Yeah. And I think some people, uh, like you're saying, we're very lucky, but yeah, some people have to actually think about going somewhere that is gay friendly. So like, you know, going somewhere in in whatever, every city has a gayborhood. I guess, well, you grew up in a rural place. When you're in a rural place, are there like, are there places that you're like, okay, this coffee shop, you know, it's run by someone named susan so she must be a lesbian yeah i I mean i don't know i I really don't know because when i was growing up in a rural place we didn't have the internet right it was it was impossible to know Mm -hmm. things about places so there was those vibes like places just kind of had a vibe to it that made it seem like it was more 
progressive or safe or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then also, also, I think in rural areas, two dudes having coffee with a table between them isn't going to be assumed to be gay at all. Okay. This leads to an interesting point, which I like, I distinctly remember um, the fact that I distinctly remember anything, you know, it's important. Yeah, because, this must like, be a big fucking deal. The very first gay date I went on, um, I asked the only, this is in college, I asked the only other gay person I knew, hmm. um, I said, I'm going on this date, like, how do you act in a date? I had no idea, like, basically this entire, like, topic, I didn't know what I was doing, or, and I asked him, like, are you just two dudes eating food together, or do you, like, act like you're on a date? And he said, you're just two dudes eating food. And hmm. in retrospect, that's horrible advice, because it's like, you know, part of the fun that I think straight people enjoy that they don't realize that they're uh, they're lucky enough to be able to do is flirt with someone, you know, go on a date and show physical, you know, not like under the table beaches, but like, you know, a touch on the shoulder or on the clit or whatever that you can just <laughs> saw small, subtle ways you can show interest yeah. in front of other people and gay people sometimes have to think about not just the person they're with, which is fucking ter being on a date to me. It's terrifying. There's a lot going on in your mind. You have to also be thinking, what are all these people around here thinking about us? And like that adds so much complexity. So I, I wish someone told me though, like if you're, if you're in a place at least that's safe, when you go on a date, you are on a date, feel free to express and do the things that you would do on a date, show your interest and affection in you know, the right way for meeting someone the first time. Um, Assuming that's safe to do. And yes, yes. As long as it's safe, yes. You go on and be on a date and be there. And, 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 and that's part of the fun part is when you, when it's right, like the flirting part and the, like getting to smile and look at each other, you know, with like doughy eyes and a full half erection. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Mike. Okay. I just, sometimes that what I said is just what I said. I get it. I get it. <laughs> So, uh, how do you decide who pays? I always think it's like whoever asked the other person. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. And that was easy. Yeah. That was pretty easy. Mm -hmm. Although I, I will also say don't, mm, I'm interested in your feedback on this. Okay. Don't ask to split the bill because whenever somebody else says that to me in a date, I assume it went terribly and they don't want to owe me anything. <gasps> Oh my God, you're going all, you're going all Kyle on this situation. I love it. I of course think the same thing oh because I overanalyze everything. Oh, Mike, I'm so happy right now. Great. I, okay. People don't know this, but okay. Like when I sometimes say things to Mike, he has to check if it's real or if I'm just being Kyle. Like I think one episode we posted once, I said, everyone hates this episode and it's just all over and you were like what do people really hate it and i was like no no one's liked it on facebook yet and like <laughs> and you're like oh, okay you're just being kyle you know you yeah. have to like check. anyway that's a very kyle thing to do yeah i think the same thing like i think part of that dating that you get to enjoy is yeah one person pays for the other person and that's sweet and and a datey thing to do so yeah i agree when you it's a I think it's nice to offer to split it. And then if the other person like, but just don't like force it. If they say, no, 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 I got it. Then great. Go with it. Be thankful. And that's. And even if one or the other does pay for it, you don't owe them anything. Yeah. 
right? Like, I hate it when people keep tabs, like, especially, uh, especially friends, like just socially, not in a dating situation when they're like, hey, let me get, let me get it this time because you got it last time. Yeah. If they had just said, hey, let me get it this time, I would be down. But as soon as they say, let me get it this time because you got it last time, I immediately like shut it down. Oh, see, like, not me. That I think like I say that as like a, hey, we'll take turns. No, 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 you got it last time. I'll get it this time as like, I'm, I'm not tallying up the numbers. I'm not like, you know, oh, I spent this much. Like, you know, to me, that's just like my easy way to be like, no, no, no let's not, f- don't fight me on this, you know? Yeah. So you went to coffee and it went well. And maybe you even went for a meal after coffee because it went well. You talk, you drink, you flirt. Do you go home with them or not? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that question rhetorical? No. Okay. Uh, so I, it's so weird. I, can I tell you one of the myriad ways that I am fucked up? <laughs> <laughs> Is it going to be surprising to me or am no. I just going to go? Yeah, that checks out. It's, it's not something you would think of before, but once I say it, you're going to be like, yeah, okay. I, um, I can think of a lot. <laughs> I find it way easier to hook up with someone when it's meeting on an app for sex mm-hmm. than going on a first date and then going home and sleeping with that person. Okay. Is that because... I think I know why. Yeah, why? I think it's because when it's someone you don't know and don't care about, like, what they think of you or whatever, like, you're just... Like, it's just d everywhere. It doesn't matter if it sucks or if it's bad or if you fuck up or whatever, because you're never oh, going to see that the person. Pressure again. is on. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel more pressure when I know someone even a little bit, and yeah, I get anxiety when I. I think that's actually part of the reason I I use hookup apps so much is because like I get anxiety when it's someone that I know or care about a little bit. Yeah. Because yeah, you may like what if you fuck it up, and you you still wanted to see them again. Yeah. So for for me. It's the transition that is really awkward and difficult. Like mm. if you if you meet somebody on a hookup app, it's like, yeah, we're going to they're coming here. or I'm going there and we're going to fuck and then it's going to be over and going to go home in a dating situation. You sit down, you have coffee, you have a meal, you do whatever. Then at some point, the conversation has to turn to. So what are we doing after this? Mm. And is sex on the table or not? Is uh, how, like you have to both evaluate how did this go? to know if there's going to be any sort of a future physical or otherwise who's hosting is that even interesting like a whole bunch of stuff that you normally would negotiate over the app more or less anonymously you've got to do real time with a person that's sitting there in front of you and i find that really hard to navigate and you also have to like figure out like it's it's possible like what if you were both tops or both bottoms and like okay 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 that's uh, on my list uh, uh, of of questions here so when do you talk about your sexual preferences with somebody that you're dating not hooking up with hookup app boys never never just things happen accidentally and everyone's fine Mm -hmm. okay great Uh, yeah i think you um (laughs) it's again this is a benefit of the apps because you can be like hey you're super hot oh you're hot too what are you into? Oh, I'm about them. And you're like, okay, see you later. This is a, a fun <laughs> chat. Um, so like I'm thinking of the like in-person version of that where you're like, you both like 
get on the bed and lift your legs up and then you look at each other and you're like, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but I think like that's where if you're like vibing, then you're going to figure something out. Like whether it's like we've talked about, like more people are versed than like you actually like give credit to um, or here's a straight person moment for you. Verse short for versatile, meaning I'll put it in your ass or take it in my ass. It's either Either way is fine. Yeah. Oh my God. When I explained, I was so blown away by the fact that my straight coworkers did not know this. And it was so fun to teach them (laughs) gay words. Like (laughs) versatile. I just thought that was anyway. Um, Yeah. I think you'll, but you'll, if you're, if you get to that point, like you're, you'll figure something else, something to do. You'll blow each other. You'll jerk off. You'll find a way to make it work even if, or yeah, or reverse. So you'll, you, I think if the vibe's right, you'll figure out what to do. I think the talk, like having the talk of like, it's so smart and the right thing to do. And it's horrible. It's just such a boner killer of like, let's stop and talk about what we want out of this. Do you like, it's, I know, I know, but I don't, I don't want it. So here's the not Kyle approach that I (laughs) typically take. Okay. I usually say something like, I've had a lot of fun. I wouldn't mind spending more time with you after this, if you're free. And this is the part that you're going to really hate. I will say... I already hate it. (laughs) uh, I will say, I don't put out on a first date. And then if they ask questions about like, well, what do you mean by put out or laugh? Like that wasn't even a remote possibility for this encounter or whatever. If they're like, oh, okay, what does that mean? Then I'll explain. I mean, I mean, anal. Like we can make out, hang out, blow each other maybe, but no anal sex on a first date. That's a, that's my Mike Johnson rule. And I'm pretty quick to say that explicitly out loud to a person in a dating situation. Wow. What? Just the idea of like Part of it being is, so direct. It, and it, it takes off so much pressure, so much mm. of that pressure that you were talking about. You don't have to worry about who the top is and who the bottom is because that's not going to happen. Mm. Um, and you also have drawn boundaries and that person can then consider whether that matches their expectations or not. How does that go over? Yeah, I've, I've, used, I've used that or a form of that the last three dates I've gone on. And... Um, it's been great. It's been really great. It's allowed me to have a lot more fun because again, that pressure. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I could see that like the pressure being off of like, okay, I know that's, we don't have to do that dance of like, yeah. I think that there's also a, a certain aspect gay or straight of leave them wanting more. It, it would be perfectly fine to just adopt a no going home with him at all policy because if he's interested, he'll be back. Yeah. And that can also help when you're gay, help separate out people that were just looking for some fucking. Yep. Cause men are terrible. Cause <laughs> I'm not saying protect your flower or anything. Just like maybe protect it today. Yeah. Maybe don't give it up so easy. You slut. <laughs> <laughs> On point counterpoint, give it away to everybody. <laughs> you see, you get a flower, you get a flower. Everybody gets a flower. Flowers all day. <laughs> flowers in your booty. Um, I also think it's really important to say that we don't teach boys this. We teach girls this. You do not owe someone sex. Right. And it does not matter what you have said in the past or where you are in the point of your date. You could be like the tip of the dick 
could be inside your rectum and you could say, I don't want this and you get to end it right there. And I think that's hard for anyone to do or, well, I could, I, I think that's, you know, being upfront and and saying, no, you don't want it or being like that direct is, it can be really hard, but especially in the gay community where it's just expected, everyone wants to be fucking all the time. Um, like that, I think that's one of the things about what, you know, you saying, we will not be doing adults. And he just kind of like puts it out there of like, this is not going to be only about this like sex. So, um, yeah, like no, no one should guilt you or make you feel like you owe them sex. Or even if you said, let's go get dinner and then fuck. And then you decide you don't want to, you get to say that and don't let anyone tell you of anything else. Yeah. Including Um, you. Yes. Cause I, yeah. Um, I have lots of internal monologues of like, uh, not even, it's a, what's a monologue for, it's a a dialogue dialogue. Oh, (laughs) dialogue talking Two people. It's like two people talking in my head. Okay. Where am I going? There's special What's pills for that happening I think. <laughs> in my head right now. Yeah, I can work myself up into like, well, I said that I would do whatever or they paid or I don't, you know, whatever or they're hot. So I should I just have to. Yeah. And I think we need to. It, it sucks that we only teach girls that it is something that unfortunately girls need to learn growing up. But we also should teach that to boys. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So we're, we're on a first date with somebody coffee turned into dinner or you got back together after some period of time had passed on uh what do you talk about well i think you think you should talk about as little as possible and make everything up (laughs) and i am all about this is who i am i'm not going to filter myself i'm just going to throw it out there and no if you like it then great if you don't then great no you you (laughs) cater bend change yourself to be the person they like you lie if you need to get them to love you and then start slowly seeping the truth from your pore holes and then they're trapped so when you're gay you can't do the pregnancy thing to keep them (laughs) so you have to find other creative ways take that's true take their dog become the person that styles their hair so they have to keep seeing you uh Tell them every other dick is infected and we live in a post-apocalyptic world where your dick is the only one they can take. There are lots of ways to do this, but you got to mm-hmm. trick them into staying with you. So, <laughs> dating you must just be a nightmare. No, it's beautiful. House of mirrors. <laughs> um, so, uh, this is maybe a good pivot point. I don't know. I wanted to talk about, you and I have vast differences about the steps of DTRing <laughs> and the different kinds of R that you can D. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, DT. We sh- we should probably yeah explain DTR define the relationship. Yeah. Um. It's just like a thing. I, maybe it was a southern thing. I fe- don't feel like everyone or a lot of people up here use that phrase. So yeah. DTR I got I got it from you and Trevor, and you're from yeah, Texas. So. Yeah. It's like the moment where you're like, all right, what are we doing here? Yeah. Okay. So. For me, the steps are stranger, dating, boyfriend, fiance. Like, and usually those happen within like a six month window. Yep, exactly, exactly. Uh, but you have this like multifaceted, granular, like fine-tuned set of steps and labels that I want to hear more about. And then I want our listeners to weigh in on whether whether my weird, simple four-step letter or your 28-step letter is, is more usual or, or um, useful. I thought 
that this was just have you have you ever seen those things of like you know there's six urinal a picture of six urinals where do you go and like yeah. just you you just know where to go like dudes know where to go i just thought this was like i don't know i did not know i was weird until i told you this and you were fascinated okay so first you're talking talking okay which that can be like online like that could be like you're on tinder you're on an app whatever and you're you're texting back and forth um but uh there's there's talking then there's hanging out so if you're hanging out you might have gone on a couple dates um and you're like you know enjoying each other's company you don't know what it is yet you're not da- i don't think you're dating someone after three dates you're just hanging out Except that you're literally dating. No, Go ahead. I, okay, no, I'll stop. No, no, no. I won't pick apart until you're done explaining your weird system. Go ahead. You're biasing our audience against me. <laughs> That's what I which do. Which you have been doing since day one. <laughs> um, so so uh, hanging out. Then there's dating, which dating, unless you say otherwise, does not mean means. You could still be dating, talking to, hang out with other people as well, or fucking or whatever. You, like, just because you're dating doesn't mean it's exclusive. Okay. Because the next step then would be exclusively dating. Okay. Um, and, and granted, I will tell you, this is from my, um, like, with the monogamous lens on, so that I don't know how non-monogamous people do it. I think they, like, just fuck another person along each step as a celebration. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure how they do it. I can't speak for that <laughs> side of things, but like, yeah. So exclusively date and then you go to boyfriends. Okay. Oh, also a difference between gay dating and straight dating. You can say we are boyfriends. You don't have to say boyfriend, girlfriend. Right. Yeah. 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 It yeah. just saves you a little so bit. So many of, syllables. Yeah. Just save that mouth energy. See what you're missing. Straight people. See, <laughs> it's totally worth it to be gay. Um, then your boyfriends then you're a couple and that's like then you're you're still boyfriends but like being a couple is like a oh yeah we're together like together together okay and from then that lasts a while i guess i've never gone past that step but then eventually i think you're like you get married and stuff also i would never use the word partner right right i know you have feelings about that i just think it's stupid i do too oh you do yeah okay I just, I don't know why. I don't why. think people say that anymore. And uh, oh, I think people, a lot of people say that now. I think now, like, a lot more straight people say it. Yeah, there's straight people trying to be progressive. Yeah. Like, leave the gender of their important person in their life a mystery because they want to be... They think that's more inclusive to make it... Yeah. To yeah, just, obfuscate just, that part of it. It's okay if your person has a gender, you can share it. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I completely agree. Also... I feel like that's one of those things that's like, that was our clue that you're gay is using the word partner. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. now you've taken that from us straight people. Jesus Christ. Do you need everything here? <laughs> what else do we have? So is now a good time to say that you, you're in on the exclusively dating rung with a boy. Sure. I am. I am exclusively dating someone. Oh, well actually today you don't know this today i asked if i could try out the word boyfriend just to see how it feels yeah you did tell me that oh i did yeah i forget i fell asleep and i know i forgot everything that happened before that i know so when do you have that exclusively dating conversation how uh, do you know six months in six months in <laughs> my okay before this boy that i'm now exclusively dating potentially boyfriends with i would say it takes three months 
before you actually like become exclusive or become boyfriends. Mm -hmm. Um, but with him, he's just awesome and great and the best. And it's been three weeks and we're exclusively dating after three weeks. So I don't, my world is in disarray and all that, like the stuff that I was telling you earlier about like lie, pretend like all that, all the advice, the solid, great advice that I told you, I have not been following myself. I was like with him, I was, I've just been honest and about what I want and what I feel and who I am. It's real weird. It's so crazy. And then like he tells me what he wants and how he feels about things. And then we just get along and keep going. Like, it's just, I don't know. God, who are you? We're, we're just, why are you here? What have you done with Kyle? I have no idea. I don't (laughs) know. Don't try this at home. This is (laughs) my, just my advice is still lie your pants off, lie their pants off. Um, and like, but yeah, it's, this has been going really, oh man, I'm going to fucking jinx it. Um, knock on his wood. Um, and I, and yeah, I just, it's, what was the question? I didn't have a question. <laughs> cool. Can I tell you? Yes. I asked him, Jack, mm-hmm. I asked him to give me a few things that like, what is dating Kyle? Like, like, what? Do oh you my God, know? this is great. <laughs> uh, I will tell you a few of the ones that he told me. Okay. All right. First, if he's telling a story or talking, do not interject. <laughs> <laughs> what? Nothing. Um, because I didn't know. I don't think I necessarily told him this, but like, if you like interject or change the subject or it makes like, it makes me feel like you're not listening and don't care. And my like whole thing is needing validation. So, Oh God, how do you make it through this podcast with me? I keep clutch onto the small, the dwindling hope that you were really just kidding and actually like me. <laughs> <laughs> um, he also said when you, uh, are like getting to know each other, talking, asking questions, don't ask, like, don't follow up with the exact same question you asked them. Oh, okay. It just feels lazy. Oh, yeah, but this is, this is about you specifically. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like you couldn't come up with another question aside from what is your favorite movie? Like that's stupid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh, pickles and barbecue. Everything is the devil's doing. Wow. He's right about that. Oh my God. He got Pringles mm-hmm. sign that he's awesome. <laughs> And then he was like, yeah. And like, I went, I grabbed one and went to put them in my mouth. He's like, yeah, they're barbecue. And I was like, <gasps> yeah, Mm-mm. yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, hey, hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. Why do you hate pickles? They're okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the moment I, I know the moment I realized I hated pickles, I was apparently this is not a normal thing, but in Texas they sell just pickles. You just buy a pickle and you put it in a small paper cup and you just have a pickle. Yep. And I was at a movie and it was a crowded movie theater. So I had to unfortunately do the worst thing ever, which is sit next to someone I didn't know. And she had a pickle. And so first it started with the smell and it like wafted my way. It was, it was like, Ugh, God, okay. I guess this is happening right next to me. And then she started eating it. Yeah. And the, like, the noise like mm. the slurping and the like the <laughs> also they taste terrible but that one <laughs> like that experience that like multi-sensory disgustingness of pickles 
Oh, great. Where were we? What's going on? I, I don't know. Okay. Um, Those are so good. Oh, gross. Um, he said, every time you want to listen to Lucky by Britney Spears, you have to do it in private. Yeah. We have intense disagreements about which Britney Spears songs are good. <laughs> yeah. The other night you had a fight, I guess, about Lucky. Yeah. Well, he thinks Lucky is good. <laughs> and I think that you should be more tolerant of other people's views on shitty music just because yours are ridiculous. I don't agree. <laughs> we will take this offline. Great. Michael. <laughs> Michael Susan Johnson. Um, and he also said, if you're lucky enough to have interests in common, enjoy doing them together. Aww. He's sweet. Bleh. Said it? Did we? Oh, God. Did we solve gay dating? Do you all know how to gay date? Straight people. Try a gay date. See if you can do it. Let us know. Yeah. Uh, do you want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Wait. Oh, in a relationship, when you take a break, what does that mean? <laughs> does that mean you can fuck other people? Yeah. Does that mean... Should you? Yeah. Who knows? You does... still have to pay the consequence for what you do. Does that mean it's actually over and you're just too sad or unable to say it? Mostly. Okay, great. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. <laughs> But we will be back for you. We promise. It's not over. I just need a little me time. <laughs> I just need to figure some things out. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Are we back? We're back. We're back. We're back. Uh, we are going to do our gayest and straightest. We're going to do our gayest and straightest. But first, but first our website is gayishpodcast.com. Our Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and YouTube are all at gayish podcast or slash gayish podcast or whatever gayish podcast uh, is available on that particular thing you can leave us a text message or a voicemail at our hotline which is 5855 gayish that's 585-542-9474 standard rates apply and uh you can email us at gayish podcast at gmail.com yeah yep hey kyle hey mike am i gonna get to date somebody yes how do i find them um if it works out like it did for me. You're gonna. <laughs> I don't want to say this. Never mind. What? Have you're gonna meet them on a app, hook up, and then later realize that you're perfect for each other. Oh God. <laughs> Weird. Um, you're gonna date someone. Yeah. I can feel it. Okay. Um, do you want to go first? Should we do our gays and straightest? Yes. Okay. Do you want to go first? I can go first. That's fine. Okay. Uh, so the gayest thing about me this week, uh, I was walking Boomer down the street and I glanced to the right and I was like, what is wrong with that person's shirt? It was all like bumpy. And mm -hmm. I, I was like, and then I couldn't stop staring because I was like, oh my, oh God, holy shit. Those are his back muscles. Oh shit. So then I walked Boomer that direction yeah yeah <laughs> just so i could watch his bumpy muscly back through his t-shirt it was oh, so great just picturing that uh and the straightest thing about me this week actually i got a new trunk from steven valencia and i uh, did a little fashion show with the D, D folks the other night after you left and i there's a pair of white jeans in there oh i, I put the white jeans on and just nope no too gay i couldn't handle it not your big old veto from all of the people too i like came out here anyway to show them and but like 
maybe I was leading them on a little bit, like bias-wise, because I came out of the bedroom with them on. I'm like, nope, I hate him. And everybody <laughs> else was like, yep, oh. thumbs and down. there is at least one gay in that group that we know of. So yep. it's not that it was all the straight people boo-hooing. Right, right. Right, right, white right. jeans. Yep. I am too straight for white jeans. I have some white jeans that I don't wear as much because it's like I usually the good thing about darker jeans is I don't the my stains are not as visible. Right. My gayest thing is, OK, I don't get the like putting the toilet seat down like thing that all the jokes are about like, oh, well, you have a dude in the house. So leaving the toilet seat up like I don't get that. Like I don't get straight dudes why is it so hard to put the toilet seat down like what is i don't i just don't understand that whole thing i always put the toilet seat down it's like it's not that hard it's just it covers what it needs to cover that's what it's built for i don't get it okay so a million years ago my ex-wife and i got in a fight about this exact topic Mm -hmm. and it was because she had gone in the dark of night into the bathroom (gasps) And sat down oh. to pee and ended up getting her ass wet because there was no seat there. In retrospect, you find that hilarious, right? Oh, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but then the argument quickly became, why did you sit down? You know that the seat may or may not be there because that's how <laughs> toilets work. <laughs> fucking check to make sure there's a place to sit down first. I just... Okay. And sometimes at night, I sit down to pee. And I always fucking check because I know... I need something to sit on and it may or may not be there. <laughs> and we're not doing this hovering game. So yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> difference between gay re- relationships and straight relationships. If it's gay, like if, unless you're in a relationship with me, you could just always leave the toilet seat up and everyone's cool with it. Mm-hmm. The straightest thing about me is I was watching uh, Jack. Jack really likes the housewives of, Fuck all whatever the all fuck. the cities yeah yeah of every city ever the real housewives of cleveland yeah exactly <laughs> um and i was I'm, I'm cool to watch it i used to just watch every reality show ever so i get it but like oh my god it was like a reunion special with andy cohen and i was just like i do like andy cohen i watched this and hated it and like oh. hated him because he was fueling their narcissism and just being like the gay the token gay that's into ladies with plastic surgery being bitchy to ladies with plastic surgery like yeah it's just like there's it's just his job though he's doing it real well i guess so it's just like i compare i was like this is a popular franchise <laughs> a huge what franchise is a word it is and it makes me laugh oh. but it's not a word that i thought that we would use much on this podcast yeah you yeah. know just full of surprises yeah. um i'm dating someone i said the word franchise anything can happen got a haircut finally <laughs> fucking a and you said you hate it less now which <laughs> I, I appreciate <laughs> um i'm very honest with you most of the time cow i know stop it um uh but i'm just like this is an entire franchise built on no substance and here we are trying to work we work at least a little hard on saying things that are like helpful and educational and we're dumb and not like do like fucking dumb shit but like we also try a little bit yeah and they're so much more pop people love that shit way more than they love this shit so i was just like really annoyed with it and them and everything should we like 
bitch at each other more and and throw more wine and throw more wine <laughs> both of our lips are way too small apparently yeah and we need to just do a lot more just talking about what other people talked about and then talk about how they talked about talking about things that was a lot to handle but i think i follow yeah it's just what that show is so that's it that's it <laughs> uh this has been gayish a special thank you as always to charlie finn for the use of our theme music and a special thank you to all the little gabies that are now coming out early enough to figure out dating. And thank you to Colton Haynes. Colton, call me. <laughs> no, call me. No, you have you have Jack. I, I get him. I mean, we are exclusively dating right now, but I feel like if Colton Haynes became available, we might be able to negotiate some things together. Fuck you, Kyle. Colton Haynes is mine. Well, Keep your goddamn hands off her. <laughs> <sighs> any other thank yous uh thank you to rose for just continuing to enrich my enrich my life roseanne no rose did i say roseanne no no rose rose it enriches my life like flower cool yeah uh so that's it uh i'm mike johnson i'm kyle getz until next week be butch be fabulous be you see you next week see you next week go on a date sit Oh, I forgot to thank Jack for dating you because somebody would finally. Do you hear what your words bring?